0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Blue Jays reporter, Gregor Chisholm. And Gregor, a little over a month to go until pitchers and catchers start to report. So we're going to start doing positional breakdowns. Uh, We're going to start as far as the Blue Jays go with the starting rotation, which is obviously a strength of this club and something they'll be depending on throughout 2017 with – maybe a little less pop in the lineup than they've had in the past. So we'll get through each position, bullpen, infield, outfield, catchers, but we're starting today with the starting rotation. Uh, when you look at this rotation, obviously there's depth, there's talent. It's it's exactly kind of what you want to see. Um, but maybe what is a surprise is who would be considered the ace now as, as opposed to when we were heading into 2016 because I think Aaron Sanchez with the season he put together – is unquestionably the ace of the staff heading into 2017, 15-2 and two last year. And and obviously they worked around the innings a little bit late. Has that changed now? Is it uh, hands-off now and, and innings don't matter for Aaron Sanchez?
1: It really should be. I think one thing that the team will monitor is early on in the season just to see how uh, he's reporting to spring training um, after the heavy workload last year. But I think, you know, by all accounts, Uh, The range should be off, and and Aaron Sanchez shouldn't be under any kind of innings limit uh, in 2017. And it really is remarkable to see how far he came in in, in just one year. I mean, there was a time last year in spring training where it looked like he was going to the bullpen, and and if he went to the bullpen for yet another season, there were some serious question marks about whether or not he'd ever be able to become uh, a starting pitcher. And obviously he uh, defied a lot of expectations in camp that year. Uh, and then really just excelled the entire season and, and really has now shown, uh, solidified his spot as one of the top young pitchers in the game. And Ross Atkins earlier this offseason uh, talked about the fact that they think that they can get even more out of him um, this upcoming season than, than he did in his, his first full season uh, as a starting pitcher. So, uh, you know, there really is tons of upside there, and whenever you have a guy like that leading your starting staff, you're, you're off to a good start.
0: Yeah, 192 innings as well a year ago, and that was despite them kind of trying to hold him back a little bit. He very easily could have broken the 200-inning barrier. He made 30 starts as well. So uh, I think above expectations for what you could have hoped for in Aaron Sanchez in 2016. Now the opposite could be said for Marcus Stroman. Uh, here's the guy that you thought was the ace heading into 2016 and just just couldn't put it together. The final stats, 9 and 10, a 4-3-7 ERA. I thought it was interesting, though, looking over the numbers and the game breakdowns for for Stroman. He went 0-5 in September, Gregor, but it seemed like he was actually pitching better over that month than he was earlier in the season. He just had bad luck.
1: Yeah, in that case, it really did seem to be true. And then even going into the postseason, um, you know, he had some good starts for the Blue Jays. And uh, I think there was a little bit of a luck component in there. Uh, but that wasn't the case earlier in the season. And, and there's no doubt that uh, he went through his ups and downs. I mean, there was a time in May last year where um, there was a lot of people who were suggesting that he should be optioned down to the minor leagues. And, uh, he was able to fight through that. It uh, wasn't the type of season that he wanted to have. Um, But in the end, he did do uh, some things along the way to help salvage it, and I think he's going to be someone coming into this season with really a lot to prove. I mean, he's someone who's very aware uh, of what has been said about him. Uh, He's someone who who pays attention to to what fans are saying and what the media is saying, Uh, and I think he's someone who probably uh, pitches a little bit better when he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder, and I think he's coming into that this season. Uh, I think some of the things he was able to do in the second half last year, uh, mostly keeping the ball down in the zone more than he had earlier on, uh, I think is going to benefit him, and and I think he should be in line uh, for a bounce back year. He's not that prototypical ace that some people might have thought, uh, but he can be a very, very strong uh, mid-rotation starter.
0: Now, when you talk about Stroman, obviously the numbers were bad in 2016, but the stuff was always there, right? I mean, you said maybe not the general ace stuff, but but he has good stuff to be a solid top towards the top of a rotation guy, and that hasn't changed.
1: No, absolutely not. And, and the velocity was always there uh, with him. You know, I, I really think a lot of it uh, was command, and, and he had some uh, issues getting the ball down in the zone. Uh, you know, one thing that does work. Uh, against uh, his, his height on the mound. I mean, it, it's just he doesn't have quite the, the same downward plane uh, that other pitchers have, and that, that's just a fact, and, and he has a smaller margin for error because of that. Um, but Stroman, at, at the same time, has shown an ability during his time in the big leagues that he can get the ball down, and he did do that in the second half, and his sinker became, uh, had, a, had a lot more depth to it in the second half, and I think he made the necessary adjustments. Uh, I think there were times last year where he, he did battle through fatigue a little bit, uh, but I think he was able to get through that and, and really kind of get over the hump and, and, and um, did do some things along the way that, that does give some promise uh, for the upcoming season. He remains a, a very intriguing component of this, this rotation.
0: When you get past Sanchez and Stroman, you start to see you know the depth of this starting rotation. Jay Happ, I mean, a 20-game winner in 2016, really one of the best free agent signings of last offseason that almost went under the radar when it happened, but what a tremendous season for Jay Happ, it was so good that you almost have to assume that he can't be as good in 2017. I mean, when the Blue Jays go into this year and prep and and kind of put together what they expect to see from their starters, is there a thought there that, that, hey, J-Hap can't be as good as he was? There'll probably be a little regression here? Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I think that's the realistic expectation here. I mean uh Jay, if Jay happened to come close to, to what he did uh, last season, obviously the Blue Jays will take that. But nobody went into the season thinking that he was going to be a 20-game winner. And, um, you know, he really kind of became that de facto ace on the Blue Jays for, for long stretches of the season last year. And, you know, the one thing you know you're going to get from him, you, you know you're going to get a durable guy uh, who's going to eat up a lot of innings. Um, and if he can settle into that mid-rotation spot, uh, the Jays are going to be very, very happy with that. I don't think they're going to uh, necessarily expect another 20-game uh, win season, uh, but they don't really need that from him either. And I think there's other areas in that rotation where you look for a little bit more uh, production from from your starting guys, uh, and that will help offset any kind of dip that that Jay Hap has, but he's had a heck of a run over the last year and a half dating back to that second half in in Pittsburgh. And uh, so he certainly turned his career around and and became a very different guy. Um, So I I think he expects a little bit lower stats for, for sure. Uh, But he should still be a a very reliable piece for, for this rotation.
0: When you talk about reliable uh, over the last couple of years, Marco Estrada kind of stands out, although Kind of a tale of two halves in a sense in 2016. Here's a guy that made his first All Star game uh, last season, but he ended the year just at 509 and 9. In his last 16 starts, the numbers really dipped a little bit. What happened with Estrada over the second half of the year? I know there was some nagging injuries there. Was that most of it? And do the Blue Jays expect the consistency of Estrada's past to be back in 2017?
1: Yeah, the injuries were a big part of it, and to me that's going to be the ongoing concern uh, until he proves otherwise. He's he's had a a nagging back issue for for quite a long period of time now. That's something that did kind of pop up earlier on in his career, but uh, you know, early on with the Jays as well, but really became an issue uh, this past season and and something that never really went away. He dealt with it in spring training, uh, was able to, to manage it for the first few months of the season and obviously put up some great numbers along the way. Uh, and then it, it became an issue again. And um, you know, <clears throat> I think something—the nature of a back injury—they're so they can be so dangerous that you know the the they, they're the ones that, that, that don't necessarily just go away. Um, and I think this off season for him is, is going to be uh, you know telling as to how he shows up in spring training and, and whether or not he's over that back issue. But until he's able to get through it, there's going to have to be some question marks there. But when Marco Estrada is healthy, uh, he's proven that he can be one of the the best finesse pitchers in the game um and so the the expectation for him when he felt he was going to be the same but whether or not he can um, get through a full season with those back issues that have become the problem that's uh, going to be the big question mark
0: francisco liriano was the trade deadline edition a year ago eight starts for the blue jays um good at times not great all the time uh, obviously he now fits r.a dickey is gone and, and liriano kind of fits into that i guess fifth starter role but it if you're going to have a fifth starter like this, a guy with this much experience uh, at the major league level, who's pitched in the postseason, that's a pretty good spot to be in. Are the blue Jays comfortable with Liriano after what they saw from him late last season?
1: Yeah, I think they're really excited about the upside. And To, to me, this is the area where you kind of make up some of the, the, the other spots that you lost. If you get a little bit less out of, of Jay Happ next year, uh, you know, I think this is one of the spots where you can pick up a little bit of an uptick and, uh, when you have Larry Anno over the course of a full season compared to, uh, you know, almost a full season of Ari Dickey, uh, you know, I think that's that's a pretty significant upgrade. And, um, you know, Larry Anno has had some very – you know, he got off to a very rough start last year in Pittsburgh and nothing was really going well for him. And so there always is that danger that he'll revert back to that. Uh, but at the same time, Larry Anno is a proven arm now for a long period of time, and there's no doubting the stuff. That is not diminished whatsoever. He, he still throws – uh, you know, mid 90s velocity. Uh, for him, it does come down to being able to command that, and that that comes and goes at times. Uh, but the upside is definitely there, and, and he's you know, proven with the Pirates, and he proved in the second half last year with the Blue Jays uh, that he can be a very, very effective pitcher. And, and you know, in a lot of rotations, they'd be looking at him as, as potentially a number two, and probably at worst, number three type guy uh, with the Blue Jays. And you, know, you, you slot him in at number five. And you you got to really love the upside that that gives you you know, really one through five in that entire starting staff.
0: So if everyone stays healthy, there's your five. Sanchez, Stroman, Estrada, Happ, and Liriano. And really, when you look around the American League, uh, and even the division, obviously Boston's got the big three now with Price and Sale and, and Porcello. Uh, but 4 and 5 are a bit of a drop-off there. 1 through 5, it's tough to find a better rotation in the American League than these Toronto Blue Jays. So it'll certainly be interesting. Hopefully they all stay healthy and they help out what is going to be probably, to some degree, a little bit of a less productive offense. But still an offense with some some pop and some power in it. Uh, one more thing I wanted to touch on with you uh, before I let you go, Gregor. Gregor. Uh, the rookie career development program for Major League Baseball was last weekend. The Blue Jays will have a similar team-only kind of program for prospects, I guess, coming up this weekend. One of the guys involved in that will be Anthony Alford, the number three prospect in the Blue Jays system. Uh, and and a terrible end of 2016 for Alford as uh, – family home burned down down in the Mississippi area I know there's a GoFundMe page set up to try to help things out but what a terrible end to 2016 for Alford and and I know you got a chance to speak with him how is he handling how is his family dealing with with just losing their home at the worst time of year to have something like that happen
1: yeah it's I mean it's it's obviously an incredibly tough time for them and you know I talked to him about uh, a week and a half or so after uh, his, his family's home burned to the ground. And you could tell that, uh, you know, it was something that he was still very uh, emotional, about, emotional about, and understandably so. And, you know, the, the, the best news in all of this is that everyone was okay. Uh, you know, his family did lose their, their home and, and all of their possessions. Uh, but thankfully, uh, you know, his sister was home at the time, but she was able to, uh, to get out of the house, she she was sleeping but woke up to the popping sounds of the, the fire, and, and you know we can only imagine how horrifying that would be. But she was able to get out of the house um, safely, and everyone in the family is okay. But uh, you know, yeah, they they lost you know everything from from furniture uh, to baby clothes to you know all the prized possessions that, that Alfred had growing up, and, and everything uh, you know family heirlooms from from his family and, and parents as well. Uh, really, it's just a tragedy. Tragic situation, and and, and he has started. uh, His wife did start a GoFundMe page, and I I think one of the things that some people don't quite understand is, uh, you know, know, minor leaguers don't usually make the big money until uh, they get to the major leagues, and and he he came from a very low-income family, and so he's really been uh, overwhelmed by the fact that uh, the community in Mississippi, uh, a lot of Blue Jays fans as well, uh, have um, stepped forward to to kind of help uh, his family get through some of this tough times. uh, you know, I, I think that the next couple of months is going to be very challenging for them, uh, but in the long term, uh, you know, the most important thing here is that everybody is okay uh, and that they're eventually going to be able to, to move forward from all of this.
0: And it's great when you see the, the, the good in people, I guess, when something bad like this happens kind of rallying to, to a friend, to a, to a player, a teammate, a guy that within their organization, and helping him out, helping his whole family out. So uh, definitely – an uplifting silver lining to it, I guess. Great stuff, as always, Gregor. Uh, we did starting pitchers today. We'll work our way through the Blue Jays roster as we make our way towards spring training 2017. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Blue Jays edition. For Gregor Chisholm, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.